A new report from the Corrections Watchdog has found almost a third of prisoners spent time in complete isolation in 2020 and 2021. Prisoners were left in restrictive spaces with little to do, and the report suggests for many of them it was for months, and in some cases years. It says the psychological effects on those in isolation, such as depression and paranoia, can be irreversible. Joining me now is Tracy McIntosh, Professor of Indigenous Studies at Auckland University, who spent time working with the prisoners. Uh, Kira, to you, Professor McIntosh. So, uh, just just explain to us what is solitary uh, or the, the restrictive spaces uh, that's there, and why are prisoners put in them for months or even years? I mean, it's, you know, this is around separation and isolation, and I think the the report makes a very good point that that really, in in many cases, perhaps even in most cases, really comes down to. It really experiencing solitary confinement. And like we've got 180 years at least of research that talks about um, the sort of the anti-therapeutic elements of, of solitary confinement. And so whilst the, the confinement, cell confinement can be seen as a part of a misconduct regime, but the types of seg- people that have been put into segregation or into management units, um, even though for those who are experiencing it, seeing it as a punishment, it's sort of separating people, you know, as noted, for a very long time. Usually under the Mandela rules, you can't do more than 15 days without going through a whole range of processes. But as the report is very clear to show that some people are there for months, others for years, and there's, in many cases, very poor documentation of that. Is this being abused by the authorities? Is this a cover-up, for instance, of the lack of uh, corrections officers or support staff to be able to help in rehabilitation? I think that we can't doubt that there's a real issue around around staffing and units since COVID-19, but probably even prior to that. But I think it sort of speaks to just the, the different types of cultures that take place that in many cases, and the report again um, really uh, demonstrates this, is that there is not always a full understanding about the way that segregation should be used around the, the types of parameters that are in place to ensure that it's safe. My, my major issue with it is that whatever we think about solitary confinement, whether we think it's a legitimate use or not, and you know, as I said, there's 180 years of research at least that shows that this, you know, that it is that it's very harmful and that it also compromises reintegration. But the fact is that if it is to be used at all, it should be used as an extraordinary measure. And just by those very numbers alone, it looks like that it's um, often used as quite an ordinary measure. In other words, it becomes just a part of a everyday management of the, of the prison, and that is a concern. Very quickly, what's to be done? How do we get past this? How do we get over these issues? Well, one of the things you've got to look, you've really got to take the responsibilities, and it's a very significant one, clearly. I mean, the big issue is around vast, everybody who goes into prison, vast majority will be released back into community. We know that this is an anti-therapeutic space, so we have to really work at ways about managing both behaviour, about managing people's health and well-being in ways that helps to reintegrate. And so it really means a complete change in, in management and cultural roles within prison environments. Thank you for your time. That's Tracy McIntosh, the Professor of Indigenous Studies at Auckland University.